0: This is Paulina. I'm super happy to have you here. This is my newly initiated podcast specifically focused on the assignment writing as an analogy writing project for my LLED 4120 course. Um, I'm going to be discussing how I use list making as a analogy to my organization of writing or the way I, um, yeah, organize my writing to make sure that it has everything that it needs and even more than what is being asked of me, if that makes sense. So in my daily life, I use list making for everything, whether that's a grocery run or, um, deciding what I want to do first for homework or deciding what i have to do for the day um i literally use list making on a daily basis it helps me keep track of my priorities like i said earlier um it makes me stay organized is specifically for assignments to ensure that i have all the requirements that are being asked of me and it helps me keep a structured lifestyle i tend to be very scattered brained so it keeps me focused on the next step that i have to focus on like right now i finished a few assignments and this is a part of that list um and so i've gotten to that point of my list where this is where i'm i'm doing next um but with list making in terms of academics or my writing process it helps me create an outline of my thoughts. I have struggled for so long to organize my thoughts because I am so scatterbrained. I have ideas, I'm a creative person too, so I have ideas just constantly coming into my head. And if I don't have an outline, it is very difficult for me to completely just focus and know what's coming up next or what I need to check off next. It, Like I said, it helps relieve stress. I have faced a lot of assignments where I just cannot move because I do not know where to start. So list making helps me visualize every single thing that I need to do and slowly just organize them based on priority and so on. So let's get started to how that correlates to my writing, specifically when I am writing an essay. Before I, when I was in fourth grade, I was actually asked to get on an academic contract for my writing because I didn't want to write. And it wasn't because I just couldn't write, because I could write. Um, I was very literate, at least I think I was. Um, The only reason I didn't want to write was because I didn't feel confident in my writing. Every time that I was in the classroom, they wanted me to write in a specific way. They had this structure that I just, I just, for some reason, could not match. My teachers would get frustrated with me. So at a point, I just didn't even want to write because I felt like every time that I would write, I would get a negative response. I got so frustrated. But it wasn't until I got into this academic contract that I just had to figure something out. I just had to write it got to the point where I would just write things. I didn't even know if it was good enough, but I would just write. And for some reason, I don't know if it was my teachers just giving up or just not really, you know, giving me the right kind of uh, support that I needed that I just went on into my later years, not fully feeling confident in my writing until I got to college. And I, I had a professor for English my second semester of english that allowed me to be super creative and use my identity into my writing and use personal antidotes to support my writing because you felt like who you were and the experiences that you had could be used as a primary source which i had never experienced before i felt so passionate about what i was writing and that's when i discovered list making creating outlines not letting um, just scatterbrain-ness make me feel like I couldn't do something. So, let's get focused again because I I went off off track a little. But when I was, when I plan for an essay, I have to go step by step, um, with list making. So, let's start off with number one. I look over the assignment details and write them all down. A, the requirements. I have to write down every single thing that will get me like an exceeding score, making sure that I am pinpointing these things that I have to have in my essay. Right? Just minimum requirements that I have to have in my essay. I write down the due date. That's B. B. Write the due date. That's really important. I need to make sure I'm time managing time managing my assignments to ensure that I turned it in on time because I don't have time for getting points off. Um yeah. <laughs> um, and then see what's the overall goal or message that I am going to try to convey in my writing? So that's the first part. Number one, look over the assignment details and write them down. Next up, analyze examples of the assignment to make sure I have an idea of what is expected. For instance, if teachers provide examples that previous students or previous classes submitted and they uploaded onto elc that i can look at i make sure to go through each of these examples and analyze them ensure that i can write even more lists to see what this specific particular student did well um things that i want to get from this student's writing kind of like mentor texts Um, that we talked about this semester. That's how I see it. I just see it as a form of inspiration for my personal writing. So yeah, I analyze examples if they're provided. Next up, number three, start creating an outline. Example, we will focus on an essay requiring five sources to support Writing instruction slash management in the classroom. So as we continue down this list that I'm kind of forming as I'm talking, um, I'm going to provide an example to give you some sort of an idea of how I would structure an essay if I was being required to use five sources to support the prompt writing instruction instruction. Um, how I would choose to support writing instruction slash classroom management during an ELA lesson. So here's how I start creating my outline. A, I focus on my introduction, kind of like the five paragraphs, um, what is it, outline or structure that we teach literally since elementary school um, because my fifth graders this semester, we're doing it um, in that five paragraph structure I still keep that except if I have other ideas like let's say I want to add a fourth supporting detail I add an extra paragraph that's just what it is Um, so it's something that I want you to keep in mind as I'm going down my structured list is that it does keep the same format throughout just because I need kind of like a skeleton or an outline to keep me focused the list making so introduction, I will make sure to state at least three different supporting details to support the overall topic of writing instruction. These are my three different supporting details. I think students need free writing space, a time to literally just um, brain dump or just write about anything. And if I prompt them, um, creative control is not on me but on them so providing free writing space providing structure making sure that my classroom is structured they have a reliable schedule they know that i'll be teaching for five minutes and then they'll have um, x amount of time to do independent work so i want to make sure my classroom is structured enough to make sure that they know what is being asked of them and what i am providing for them um, and things like that to keep them again organized I guess that's gonna be a big topic that I'm gonna be it, that we want to remember throughout this too is that our goal is to stay organized because we are very <laughs> scatterbrained. Um, but okay, number three, always providing mentor text, ensuring my students are okay to practice other writing techniques. This idea, we like, I, I I've I heard this again. Like I said in earlier, I was told that. I had to be unique my writing had to be unique i had to be different this individualism um individualistic idea that it is so popular here in american culture where everything is just like you have to be unique you have to be different if you're not different then this is wrong so i want to make sure that my students get to utilize mentor texts to practice other writers techniques they should have that freedom to just not feel like they're copying but more feeling inspired by these other writers to um and be feeling inspired by these other writers to uh, use the techniques that these other writers (laughs) used in their writing so that they can implement it in their print to their personal writing oh my gosh that was a mouthful um But yeah, so I just want to do that for my students too. So those are my three supporting details, free writing space, structure in the classroom, and providing mentor text. So after I have those three supporting details for my prompt, I start outlining the following paragraphs by asking questions or just writing the ideas that come to my head about the um, supporting detail. So topic number one or supporting detail number one is free writing space so i will just brain dump just brain dump in that subsection i wish i could visualize this i should provide a visual um for this because it this is just a lot to visualize um but okay so under topic one or or the supporting detail one of free writing i will make sure to include have my ideas and questions that I might have and based on what ideas and questions I'll have um, I'll make sure to include at least one personal experience for instance if I've experienced something um, in practicum that has to do with free writing I'll include it in here just because I feel like that's important especially with teaching to reflect on Things that you've already experienced, and see if you would potentially like to use that in your classroom or um, just to write it down so that you know that that was something that you saw in your uh, practicum that you would potentially maybe want to use or adapt for your future classroom. Um, and then, since we have that five article requirement, I would try to think of two to no article requirement that five sources requirement, I would try to make sure to include at least one to two article quotes um, from class presentations or readings into this specific topic. So I at least have to have one or two um, to make sure, I, again, I'm meeting that five minimum. Um, I obviously don't mind using more quotes but I just want to make sure that that's like the bottom line making sure that I'm meeting that specific thing and then if I have other quotes obviously I can just insert them but I do just want to mention that like that same structure of just writing down my ideas and questions and then making sure to reinforce every single um, supporting detail with a personal experience or one to two article quotes follows for all the other supporting details so I'm not gonna repeat all of them. Um, But by the end of my whole essay, my whole um, yeah essay planning, outline, list making, I come to the conclusion. So it's my very last bullet point, last remark that I will be making is just reflecting on the importance of the supporting details and summarizing my reasons for each and the ways I hope to implement them in my future classroom. So um, This is specific to education. If I were to be prompted for any form of education question, that you guys usually ask us for reflection, so here we are. Um, This is usually what I do. I try to include all of this. This is my outline. This is the holy grail that I use every single time I write something. This is the way I do it. I list make. I have to list make, like I said. Uh, Yeah, that was a lot. Okay. This is an outline, but it also... list of things I need to do. So um, aside from it just outlining the way my essay is going to look like or if I I apply this form of list making onto a project, it gives me the instructions of what I'm going to be doing once I'm actually physically writing my essay. It outlines everything I need. It gives me my supporting details. Um, If I don't remember a quote or something i need to make sure that i'm looking through my notes for quotes and inserting them into this outline so that when i'm actually writing my essay i have everything there i just literally just have to drag it making sure it fits and flows into my essay at the very end i just start writing just start writing incorporating the quotes as i go and if as i'm solidifying you know my writing I remember a quote or some sort of experience that I had I will make sure to include it Um, or if I'm I remember a quote in the middle of my writing I will completely stop make sure I research it make sure I see if it actually fits Um, and if I need to change the way my essays going I will Um, I'm very flexible with myself as it sounds but I just need this solid backbone this solid skeleton of um, outline to make sense of what I'm doing. Um, after everything has been written, I make sure to go back and edit and then fully submit the assignment. So aside from the outline that I have, that is a separate list. I create a separate other list that says like, Hey, um, have you done this? Yes. Have you reviewed? Yes. Have you, or not reviewed, edited? Yes. Have did you make sure to submit yes i know it sounds very extensive but it keeps me just afloat keeps me sane make sure that i'm doing everything in a timely manner in a efficient fashion so before college i did not use lists i i said that earlier i struggled so much organizing my thoughts i didn't know what to use i had a planner i had a notebook but i just didn't know what to use it wasn't until college that i realized that lists lists help me organize my thinking organize my assignments i can apply lists to everything and it makes my life so much better um i mostly started using them to help manage my anxiety with an assignment like i said earlier again um i'm kind of repeating myself but i just want to make sure you guys are understanding what i'm saying um it it caused a lot of anxiety when i tell you that i couldn't start an assignment because i didn't know where to start or i just didn't know what to do um that's literally what it was sometimes i experience that now whenever i don't have clear instruction um i can't start it frustrates me i don't know what (laughs) i don't know what to do um but list, make, list making has been a positive resource that I continue to use to make sure that I'm, you know, um, not overstressing and just simplifying it for myself. Without a list or outline, I, I again, become really frustrated and overwhelmed with a number of things I need to finish. Um, and just list making makes activities less stressful. Um, and yeah. Yeah it helps me simplify my thinking and just create a step-by-step process of how I'm going to get things done. Uh, But that's pretty much all I have for my analogy, list making, um, applying it to my writing. It keeps me organized, structured, make sure that I'm flowing, make sure that I'm hitting everything. But I do want to remind you that it isn't super restraining to me. It kind of just makes makes sure that I am focused, make sure that I know what I'm doing. Um, but I still give myself a lot of grace, a lot of creative, um, a lot of creative liberty. So yeah, now on to the reflection part of this project. Um, one of the questions you did ask, Darian, was how did I grow as a writer this semester? Oh, girl, I've, I've grown in the ability to brain dump. I used to stop at a prompt. like Whenever I got to a prompt that I just struggled with, I used to just fully stop. I I realized that brain dumping my ideas and just liberating kind of with the, similar to the tactic that you were showing us with the writer's notebook, I just brain dumped. Just all my ideas just flowed onto paper. There was no wrong or right answer. It was just kind of letting the ideas flow, Picking the ones that I liked um, and just maybe brain dumping the other ones for some other time. I don't know. Keeping it in the treasure box, like I said. I usually say that. Let's just keep it in the treasure box and let's see what happens. Um, But brain dumping, uh, believe it or not, made me more organized. Um, I I was able to um, just get started instead of just stopping uh along with the lin- list making like I said list making although it can feel kind of restraining sometimes it helped me a lot <laughs> um so yeah I think that's the biggest way that I've grown as a writer is just like not letting prompts stop me and instead of just letting myself just fall into the prompt and pull anything that I can out of it um what are some things about writing that I've learned things that I've learned about writing is that mentor texts are super important for all writers again to the same concept that I related or that I talked about earlier is that we've been told to be individualistic and not sharing with others um, at least sharing ideas with others it can be kind of dangerous even sometimes they make it sound like it's like this vital thing like you know uh, you have to be different um, but mentor text, that was the biggest thing it's so simple too, it's kind of like obvious in a way where it's like yeah, wouldn't you want to collaborate with others but I don't know, it's kind of interesting uh, writers always practice writing making sure that I'm constantly writing, keeping journals of my ideas of my thoughts, that's another thing that I've learned about writing, it's super important to just write um, be free Just li- give yourself liberty to just write Um, There's no need to always focus on being unique with your writing Um, yeah, and to give yourself space to be creative. Um, I also learned that writing is meant to carry the power of feelings, voice, senses, and potential hidden messages. My favorite thing that comes with reading and writing, I, I, I can't really do this as well as I wish I could. But I love um, dissecting writing, I love poetry, I love mystery books, I love being able to analyze things and just see the secret messages that are hidden behind the writing. It's just beautiful to me. Um, I think it's amazing, and I think it's the most exciting part of reading and writing. Um, But yeah, another question you asked is how were your existing writing practices challenged or affirmed? As I stated earlier, um, when I was in school, I hated writing. I never felt like I could follow an exact format that my teachers wanted me to follow. I had to drill the steps um, for a generic essay into my head in order to meet the expectations of my teachers and like I said earlier again, I, I keep referring to earlier conversation, but I just, it felt like I never fully got it. Um, in some aspects, I feel like it reduced my creative expression. Even now, I keep referring to it as a skeleton, but it's it's that generic essay format that I keep relying on in order to somewhat please my professors. Um, I, I've tried giving myself grace and room to be more expressive, but even then, some professors will not like it. Um, And I just have to go back to the generic way of writing and just kind of deal with it um, until I become a teacher and things will be a little bit different. But uh, for now, I I think it's it's just something I'm going to have to adapt with. And that's yeah. Um, But I really appreciated the ability to be multimodal in this classroom. I had never experienced something like this in this classroom. It's truly beautiful. Um, This podcast is 23 minutes right now that's kind of insane i hope you're enjoying this <laughs> i'm trying to make it entertaining as i can but it's kind of difficult sometimes when i just talk on and on and on um but uh, something that this course has challenged too is using different formats making sure that i'm thinking creatively as a teacher to make sure that my students have forms of expression um that align with their interests I just really hope to be able to do that in my schools, um, or at least give my students options. I know they'll enjoy it because I'm enjoying it right now and I'm an adult. Um, So yeah, I don't know. But how will I continue to grow as a writer and develop my writerly identities in the future? I hope to continue keeping journals um, about my students' writing practices and the ideas about lessons we go through throughout the year. We learn so much from our students. And I want to continue to respect that and to value their voices. Um, my students this semester had were so brilliant. Like they loved writing. Um, I, I had never experienced something like that before. My students just loved it. They got excited with prompts. They got excited to be creative. I loved it. It was such a positive environment for writing that I considered myself very blessed to have been able to be in that position Um, but like I said I want to continue keeping journals of my students um, ideas of what they teach me making sure that I'm reading and listening to different styles of expression to to make sure that I further develop as a read as a writer Um, but yeah and how will I emphasize all of this into my teaching of writing I wanna make sure my students have time for brain dumps. They're essential before writing, at least for me. Um, Obviously, if there's a student that doesn't like the brain dumps, hey, totally fine. I'll just ask them to participate in it at least once. And if they don't like the technique, they don't gotta use it. Um, That just works with me. That might work with some of the students, but if it doesn't work with them, totally flexible to doing something different. Um, But I do wanna help them practice like just brain dumping the first things that come to their head and to not stress over being correct or critical about it um but making sure that i can help them think about how we can connect what we want in our writing to fit to to not fit the criteria but to instead have the criteria fit our ideas if that makes sense so instead of letting the rubric or criteria be restraining to our ideas use our ideas to um or use the criteria to fit our ideas so it's more of like me centered instead of like the requirements are all i have to focus on it's like no this is about me i do have to fit some of these things just to make sure that i um get a good grade but i should have some creative control over my writing like i said um and then last but not least what are some writing pedagogies or activities that i'm excited to try out in my practicum i really want to make sure i can include multimodal literacy in my classroom i again again love this i love this class i love the ability to just create a podcast and just talk on and on and on about these kinds of things because writing to me can be so difficult um Just because sometimes I don't know what to say or what to write on paper that makes sense. And sometimes I uh, can get kind of confusing with my writing. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate being able to just speak on about a topic. Uh, It can be a little easier for me. Um, And, yeah, that's my biggest thing with multimodal literacy I hope to include that in my classroom. But thank you so much for listening. I really appreciated you being my teacher and mentor for this um, semester. It was beautiful getting to know you. I really appreciated your class, like I said. Um, Thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day. See you later. Bye.